comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The PKD Black Box presents The Carol Chronicles. again to the Carol Chronicles, or as I like to call it, the fun that never begins. Tonight we are sponsored by the Scooter Store, because uh, so is Raw, as you will find in our discussion in just a few minutes of myself and Dean. Uh, We're going quick and dirty today. It's going to be a little over an hour, roughly, with myself and Dean. Actually, just under an hour now that I look at the notes. wasn't much that we did. Um, Dean did drop out at about the halfway point, and we came back. But yeah, uh, we just basically do a recap of me for the most part of uh, Over the Limit, and then we talked about Rod, did some other brief talking. Interesting note, uh, notified later in the day, we recorded that this early in the day on May, May 22nd, Ric Flair has apparently quit or asked for and received his release. Uh, I've seen conflicting reports, but it looks like he has left TNA, and as soon as his non-compete is up, he will be most likely in the WWE. That's it. Just remember, uh, hit up our sponsors, The Scooter Store and DCB Service, Action Lab Comics, all of them. Have fun, y'all. Enjoy. Hello once again to the Carol Chronicles, and we're we're joined by Mr. Dean Stahl. Hello there. Hello. Uh, I think we should call this, should we call this the Hover Round episode? <laughs> the Amigo, the, the, the Hover Round, the Power Chair. Rascal. The scooter Store. <laughs> the Scooter Store. Well, he didn't have diabetes, but uh, he was in a scooter. That's he true. He kept both of his feet. <laughs> yes. Uh, that will give props to Laronitis for getting a negative offense at the paper, at a... Uh, over the limit. I mean, I'm sorry. They could, they should have given him some offense. I mean, I know you didn't watch the pay per view, not yet. But it was essentially Cena in a comedy match, having to fill 15 minutes. I don't know what happened, but I was like watching it because it ended at 50. T- it ended at 10 till the hour, and that was even after all the crap they did. But I mean, the that match went on for a good. 30 minutes with everything. Well, that really makes no sense then why it was a main event because if you, they sh- again they should have done CM Punk and Daniel Bryan as main event if it's just going to be a comedy match with apparently no offense. Yeah, but I mean Cena uh, the Punk and Bryan match went a good solid hardcore 20 minutes. I don't know if they had much left in them. I mean, they maybe could have gone another five or so minutes, but there was virtually no rest holds in their match. And the Fatal Four Way was a very good match. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you the it, they did tra- they did it smart. They kept trading up the offense, but it was that match was pretty much a lot of Jericho versus Orton or Jericho versus Sheamus, and then they brought would bring in Del Rio. I mean, they did the standard. Okay, we're gonna throw a guy, we're gonna throw two guys out of the ring, and they're just gonna stand there and lying on the ground resting. <laughs> huh. Yeah, but. It still it was 
they did have some back and forth, and it was very good. Uh, I think the way they could have eaten up some of that time, instead of having all the intros for the uh, Battle Royal be on the YouTube, they could have had that. If they had done that on the regular card, that would have eaten up eight, nine minutes. Yeah. Because they started, yeah. Because they started the intros at about fifty-two, uh, about six fifty-two, six fifty-one. Okay, ten till about eight, seven minutes till the hour. Now, admittedly, that meant you got to miss the Michael McGillicuddy entrance and the oh. Ari entrance. Yeah, and you would have missed the uh, eight minutes it took uh, Great Khali to walk down to the owl. Oh God. <laughs> Even my wife points out, okay, Kali and Big Show are are what, the same height, roughly? Roughly. But I'm sorry, there is no comparison between the two because Kali staggered. I mean, he just walks so stiff. Yeah. It's just horrible. This guy who's not used to being the size he is. (laughs) Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me see. (laughs) He's lurched. He's lurching. He's walking around dusting things and grunting. (laughs) Dusting things and grunting. Yeah, pretty much. It was... The uh, pop when they introduced Christian was pretty good. I'll give him that. Uh, But, I mean, as soon as you saw Christian come in there, you're like, okay, Christian's going to win, then he's going to beat Santino for the U.S. title. And, of course, after he won the uh, Battle Royal, after an innovative way to knock out Miz... Uh, they were both on the outside, and he kind of gave him a spear across the turnbuckle. Uh huh. And that's how he eliminated Miz. He pointed at Santino, but then of course Cody ran his mouth, and Christian. They decided to move Christian back to a baby to a face, and so he ended up challenging Cody. Huh. Yeah. You'll see it. It's in the back. It's in the backstage stuff. So Cody was running his mouth off to, uh, well. John Lair, uh, whore glasses to steal a line from pro wrestling boys. <laughs> yeah. Lens crafters. <laughs> Hose ready in about an hour. <laughs> Hose ready in about an hour, is that what you said? Yes. Oh, God. Uh, but the pay-per-view as a whole was very good. Uh, I missed most of the tag match but because I was trying to find a good stream, but it was, a good, it was from what I saw later, it was a very, very good match. All of those guys work well together. It's not like they haven't faced each other a good eighteen dozen times. I mean, how, I mean, how many times have Ziggler and Kofi faced off? Yeah, too many times. Yeah. Uh, Ron Killings, our truth is a damn good worker, and he works well with everybody. Yeah. Now that was a great match. Uh, the Beth Phoenix versus Layla match was good. Uh. Yeah, for the most part, up and down the card, it was a very good pay-per-view until the last. I will say this, going into the uh, Punk and uh, Brian match, as soon as you saw him doing a little work on the knee, you're like, yep, there's going to be a figure four because it's in North Carolina. (laughs) And you're just waiting for it and waiting for it. Ah, there it goes. And the woos start. (laughs) Yeah, that was the only time, really, you got any. Yeah, uh, Punk, I was surprised Punk didn't come out in the Macho Man tights, Macho Man trunks like he did before. That would have been cool, because uh, there's a lot of places that are like giving retrospectives because it's the one-year anniversary of his passing. 
Yeah, and even when he was still uh, the heel head of the Nexus a year ago, going right after No, over, uh, no Way Out and over, over the Limit. I keep forgetting which one that is. Uh, as opposed to Capital Combat or Capital Carnage or whatever they called it. <laughs> which would be what No Way Out replaced. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Capital Combat, you know what... With, you know what that had on it when that debuted on uh, WCW back in 91. <laughs> Sorry, 90. You know who was on that? The special yeah. guest. Robocop. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Sting got locked in. That's where first Sting came back from a knee injury. Yeah. Part of WCW's attempt to just throw anything at the wall and hope it sticks. <sighs> yeah. 1990, what a great year. Uh, yeah. Let me think. What else? Uh, now you watched. What did you think of the sh- of Big Show's heel turn? It, it was it was predictable, but in a good way. As soon as I saw that he had been fired, I, I kind of expected that he was going to return in some capacity, and I, I kind of like that there's this little stable forming under John Laurinaitis without it actually being an announced takeover. So it's not something of like an invasion angle. Yeah. Seems like they're setting up three heel stables pretty well in there. Yeah. Yeah. The All World, the Vicky, and the uh, Laranitis crew. Yeah, but they're not all that good. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, I I I think Vicky's is good. She has two people. Well, yeah, but she's got two great people, Swagger and Ziggler. What more do you need? She has Gary Busey and the Cellmeister. They're good wrestlers, though. I won't argue that. They are very good wrestlers. I do wish they had gotten Mason Ryan, though. Mason Ryan's just a slab of beef. <laughs> if it were, if this were 1992, sure, he'd be pushed to the moon and back. But I think that time is, is kind of done, and thankfully so. I don't even think Ryback should be all that pushed, but... But they, they, I, they see something in him. In his defense, I saw uh, when he was still Skip Sheffield. Yeah, he had the he had the uh, overall dark match, not the one that wasn't televised at all before the uh, broadcast. Yeah, at uh, when they were down here in Memphis, and he was working with uh, McGillicuddy, Joe Hennig, and he was pulling off some damn good moves. He can wrestle. They just okay. don't want him I to just, wrestle. I just don't, yeah. That, that's just the thing. They want him to be the powerhouse, the big guy, just come out and toss people around. And I don't want to see Goldberg and RVD's tights. <laughs> so actually doesn't have uh, RVD's haircut. Ugh. <sighs> yeah. But, yeah, they've got to decide what they're going to do with him. And I don't think... Brodus Clay's ever going to be anything decent. No. They'll, they'll keep trying, though, but they're, they're wasting their time, uh, quite honestly. They, they should have just put him in a King Hippo outfit and let his pants fall when you hit him in the stomach. But going back... Uh, What's funny is, is like everything I've been reading uh, online has been saying Ryan's been working as a Ziggler's bodyguard at house shows. Huh. But he's in the he's in Abraham Washington's stable, right? Which is basically Rosa Mendez, 
Rosa Mendez's tag team and Mason Ryan. <laughs> team Fancy Pants is what I think uh, Pro Wrestling Noise calls them. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, and that's that's a pretty terrible combination. But it's Abraham Washington. What do you really expect that guy to be doing? I mean, he's kind of a comedy character. Yeah, it's like where was it? Where has he been since ECW folded? Because he hasn't been on there. Uh, he was in FCW, and I think he was actually working uh, either as a wrestler or a manager. But he's been down there. Yeah, probably as a trainer in part two because he's not young. But yeah. Uh, and that's funny. I mean, if you're going to train somebody, shouldn't you have had a career to go by first? I'd much yeah. rather take Al Snow's direction than Abraham Washington. Could be just the well, Fit Finley. Fit Finley didn't have much of a career, but he's a he's supposedly a great but trainer. But he still had one. He he was still on TV for a significant length of time, both in WCW and in WWE. And he's yeah. he made a name for himself, and he proved he had the skills to be where he was. What's Abraham Washington done other than a mock talk show and pretend to be a guy backstage trying to recruit people for some unknown reason? Could be. Uh, working with people on promo work. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but with their moving the NXT and Superstars tapings down to FCW to improve their overall ratings and stuff, it's going to be interesting to watch those two shows from now on. Yeah. Yeah, maybe those guys will get a little better shake than just being an internet-only show and not really being of any note unless WWE references them on Raw or SmackDown and everyone will be still scratching their heads going, what? Huh? Yeah, isn't Superstars better, or which one is better known as the Steven Regal show? NXT? I think that would be NXT. I know he's been all over the FCW local show, but that's not even airing anymore. Yeah, because uh, you actually got FCW up there? No, no, I did not, but I have watched a couple episodes because uh, Dean Ambrose was making waves recently, so I was watching some of his his older matches against Regal. Now, isn't he, uh, now he's going to be debuting in his Dean Ambrose gimmick, isn't he? Yeah, he won't be John Moxley. He's going to be Dean Ambrose. And I, maybe he's already going to he's going to start a program with Mick Foley because I mean he was he was getting in his face during uh, WrestleMania weekend and he, you know he was making some public tweets calling Foley a criminal, telling him that he was he was a criminal for being responsible for the wrestling style that has damaged so many people. You know it's it's all a big build up and a big work I think to bring him in against Foley automatically to, to help put him over. Yeah, the only problem with that is Mick Foley moves worse than Great Khali. Well, yeah, but Foley was never, you know, Foley's not the one to win big anyway. Oh, no, he's not going to win. He's, I mean, Mick doesn't care anymore. He's got his money, so he'll go in just to give a guy a rub, but Mick yeah. just cannot move. Unless Mick's gone out and lost 60, 70 pounds, it doesn't make any sense. Right. It, well, it, it's only... Hopefully they have something in the on the back burner to follow up with that so that, you know, he goes through Foley quick and that leads to somebody else. Maybe somebody coming to mixed defense and then going after Ambrose after that. Yeah, but, I mean, of all the guys they've had, they, I mean, all the guys they've been bringing up from FCW to debut, 
They've all been heels. Yeah, I know. Damien Sandow just came up. Yeah, and his promos are great. Oh, yeah. I love them. But, I mean, uh, the Claudio Claudio's promos have been healed. Yeah, yeah, he's teamed up with that Oksana chick. Yeah, yeah. But, Let I mean, me who, entertainment you. <laughs> yeah, but um, they've got to bring up a couple guys that are, I mean, Ryback is a face? No, it won't work. Two are better than one. <laughs> if he was going to be a face, he should go back to his cowboy gimmick going, yup, 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 that what it do. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, it almost seems like they're about to have a surplus of heels on SmackDown and stuff because I mean, uh, Wade Barrett's due to come back in a month or two. Well, th- there's, a, there's an abundance of heels in both shows. There's really not that many strong faces. You've got Punk True. and you've got Sheamus and you've got John Cena. Kofi, R-Truth. Yeah, he's like level two, you know, the, the under-level. Sentino. He's a comedy character. There's no way he's going to be any sort of strong face. True. And Orton, no matter how much they try and push him as one, he is not a face. He is just hateable. Every time I see him, I just want to spit. Yeah. But the problem with him is that when you turn him heel, he gets cheers. When you keep him as a face, he gets about he gets a little muted reaction. Yeah, I don't I don't know what to say about that. It's that's a confusing situation, but he definitely works way better as a heel. So does Christian. Yeah, Christian. I think Christian works. He works great as a comedy face, or as a dastardly heel. Yeah, when they make him like this this chicken shit heel who demands match after match after match when he's already blown his attempts, that's that's not entertaining. But when he's when he's devious and dastardly and yeah, that's more fun. Yeah, could, that may be the whole reason why they turned him face at the is just because they realized, oh shit, SmackDown has no faces. <laughs> yeah, uh, our faces are uh, Orton, Sheamus. And we have no mid-card face. Yeah, they haven't. Yeah, it's like, and even in, yeah, they, there's no mid-card faces. They haven't built them up. And it doesn't seem like it makes sense that they even emphasize any of the brand extension anymore. I mean, guys are crossing over so much. They might as well be throwing some guys on both shows. And they do with the top guys. I mean, the main reason that SmackDown even exists is for the low-level guys. Yeah, but it, yeah, you see, you see the crossover happening more with Raw than you do SmackDown. It seems like there's a very limited set of people who only show up on SmackDown, whereas anybody can show up on Raw. Yeah, I think they're going to start moving. I mean, with the three-hour extension that they're going to start in July, which we should talk about about them going to three hours they're talking about how they're going to add more social media where fans can select stipulations and matches which if we know anything from uh, cyber sunday that was basically yeah the fans may have voted on it but it they never it was basically whoever the wwe guys wanted plus they really need Uh, to learn how topic trending works on twitter yeah yeah considering that they probably Buy the the uh, trending from uh, Twitter. I haven't actually bothered to see if it's a sponsored trend or not. Yeah, but I don't, I'm sure I don't it think is. they. 
I don't think any time they ever mention something is trending worldwide that it ever actually is. Yeah, okay. But then again, my yeah, yeah. It's trending, but they don't say where it's trending or if it's top. <laughs> they don't Indonesia. say it's a top. They don't say it's a top ten trend. They just say it's trending. It's tre- yeah, it's probably like number seventy-five on the list of two thousand. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, but yeah, even in yeah, Raw's got. Now that we think about it, it's like they've got Cena, they've got Punk, and they've got. Team Crazy, Air Crazy. They've got Air Jimmy <laughs> and Santino, or Santino. Yeah, Santino, and that's it. And of course, on SmackDown, you've got Sheamus, Randy Orton, and and oh, the the uh, Usos. Uh, okay. <laughs> the Usos are the only other face tag team. Yeah. They've got six tag teams, and two of them are faces, and everybody else is a heel. Swiggler, Swiggler's a heel team. <laughs> what, Swiggler? You like that? Yes, I like that name. <laughs> Swiggler. Uh, Hawkins and Rex. Hawk Rex, I don't know, I can't come up with a good one for them. Uh, they're heel. Uh, it, Slater's in a tag team, isn't he? With somebody. They're heel-ish. <laughs> Who knows? Slater just shows up to lay on his back and go, okay, here I am, go for it. Uh, yeah, you've got the Team Fancy Pants, the Colognes Who Care. Uh, they're heels. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then and then you have the new crime time, the, aka the team that got gold dust fired. <laughs> yeah, so millions they, of dollars, millions of dollars, millions of dollars. I don't as raw as they. The only problem I have with Titus and Darren is that they are still so freaking raw. They're, they could that's, be. That's nobody's fault but WWE's. They've held on to these guys for so long, and nobody's been able to do anything with them. I, either they stopped trying, or figured, oh, they're just going to figure it out, and just left them alone, and they're not getting better. Yeah, they've been on SmackDown. They've been on a lot of SmackDown. But you know, what's funny is I know that Arn that Arn is a produ- is a road agent and producer, but they need to. They should put Arn on the tag teams to a degree because Arn could book a, a bunch of the tag teams without oh, even definitely. trying. Definitely, yeah, you know, it, it would be in their best interest for that to happen. But. The greatest tag team wrestler of the last twenty years. Hell yeah! Well, greatest okay, TV starting, champion ever. Starting fifteen years ago, and then the fifteen years before that. <laughs> it's hard to believe he's been retired fifteen years almost. Yeah. His career really was very short. Now that when you think about it, it was only about fifteen years, fifteen maybe seventeen years. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because he didn't really pop until eighty five, and then he was gone in ninety seven. Yeah, but yeah, the greatest TV ta- uh, the greatest TV champion of all time, one of the greatest tag team champions of all time. 
and one hell of a damn good talker. Oh god, yeah. Could sell anything. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I miss Arn. I, that reminds me, I need to watch the uh, Hall of Fame induct and in, complete induction one that's on the DVD. Ah, uh, yeah. Apparently, it's apparently the full length thing where they're just telling a lot of them are telling road stories along with the uh, Bradshaw one. Where apparently uh, it's like they said it was like Teddy Long and somebody else was on that was in that road was on the uh, car with them all the time when it was Bradshaw and Simmons and Teddy Long and somebody I can't remember <laughs> was on that road crew and was like oh god the drinking and the partying alone <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, but movement let's go back to talk about what happened on Raw okay yeah so basically you had Cena going why 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 <laughs> it's like show came on going because bitch <laughs> pretty much what it was exactly and of course they had two major gaps in that opening se- in the uh, opening segment did you catch them uh, not really because they're not coming to mind the first one was when he said that uh, he had hired show on Saturday he had re-signed him on Saturday, and then, of course, remember, don't forget the stipulation was, if any superstar interferes, they're immediately fired. Mm. And, of course, they put out on Twitter that basically he uh, that he had got him to a verbal agreement on Saturday, but did not sign him to a contract until after the uh, event, until after the pay-per-view on Sunday. Oh, yeah, and then they kept drumming that throughout the entire show, well, yeah, they did it because they were getting slammed on by the big four or five different writers on right. wrestling sheets writers. Yeah, because everybody was like, wait a minute. I mean, when even Go Challengers Go, a comic store which was talking about it, the big comic shop in uh, Chicago. Yes, I love that store. Yeah. yeah. They were talking about – they've been doing a lot more talking about wrestling lately. been cracking me up. But, uh, yeah, Chris Sims was talking about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Daniel Stra- uh, Brandon Stroud, uh, the Masked Man who writes for Grantland, yeah, a couple others. I mean, they were like, uh, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> so they had to go. Shit, cover, cover. Yeah, I'm sure and somebody backstage caught it, and they were hearing it through the headsets. Fix this. Say something different. Yeah, and uh, when he sit and basically when he got attacked by. The Hawkins Rex, the and the other teams when they all jumped in were beating him down. Were beating down on Cena after he beat Otunga. Mm-hmm. Who, if you notice, he tapped out in under ten seconds. So Laronitis lasted longer in the STF. <laughs> Remember Sheamus running down to the ring? Yeah. What did he do? He ran into Big Johnny. Oh, did, they didn't even. Did, I heard that, but I didn't see it. Yeah, if you watch him when he's when he comes out, because Cole mentioned that he ran him over. Yeah, and they never referenced it again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so they, I mean, of course, they may bring it up tomorrow on tonight. Uh, I'm sorry, tonight on the tape on the SmackDown tapings, which will be uh, Friday. But yeah, well, they're I was smart like, about it, but I don't think they will. I think they'll just blur it over. And they'll probably they may put him in a match to do a. Uh, 
Darien or whatever. Who knows? Well, yeah, if they want to, if they want to do a, some sort of like quick spot filler for SmackDown, but who knows? I mean, they could. I think they're booking this stuff on the fly these days. But him in a handicap match against Tensai, against Tensai, no longer Lord Tensai, and somebody else. Yeah. But then again, Tensai's a raw guy, so you won't see him on the blue brand. Can I just That's, say I'm not interested in Tensai at all? No. It's he's they've poorly booked him. That's the problem when you book guys as monsters is that after about a month you've got to do something different with them. Yeah, and it hasn't even been a month with a guy, has it? Yeah, he's been around almost two well, months. Well maybe it has, but Three. still. Yeah, because he came he debuted what, right after uh Elimination Chamber. Yeah, but he was doing squashes at, at the beginning. He was squashing yeah. people until they got him against John Cena, and then it's like, is he ever going to a- actively face him, or is it always just going to be a sneak attack? Yeah, he was a he was very he wrestled very differently in last night's uh, uh, match. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, let's see what was the big thing after the uh, what match was next? I can't remember. Um, that should tell you how interesting it was. Yeah, you know that was the opener. Um, it went, was Santino Santino uh, interrupting the uh, that the was Delfio bit? Man. That was kind of funny. Yeah, it was. It's like when in doubt, mess with Ricardo Rodriguez. Yeah, and then they had a good match that led into Jericho and probably his last or next to last match. Uh, leading to his next to last pay per view for ever, right or not, who knows? Yeah, we had a little bit of technical difficulties there, ladies and germs. And germs. Uh, uh, what's funny is, like, our the first recording we did was exactly a year ago. <laughs> You're looking at the history a year ago this past Sunday, mind you, but then with the day switching and all that. But yeah. Well, happy anniversary to us. Yay. And speaking of which, the somebody of an anniversary, it's been, what, five, six months since Jericho's returned, and he's talking pretty much that he'll be gone in, what, two months? Yeah, he wants to go out gracefully rather than cling on like all, a lot of the other guys have. Yeah, it's funny, I, re- I watched the uh, Breaking the Code DVD this past week past weekend uh which moves pretty fast for an hour and 40 <coughs> but it was of course done before he left from the orton feud he had last time hmm yeah but i mean does it go out on this feud do you think i don't know i i don't know if this is the this is the one to go out on I think he might have one last one, maybe even maybe even a title run if it's going to be his last ever. Oh, if it's going to be his last ever, he's going to have to come back after the summer concert series because he's true. going to be gone for three months doing Fozzy. Yeah, maybe he'll just yeah maybe this will be it then. <laughs> they should let him go out because he wants to, not because they give him like a loser leaves Raw match again or something like that. I mean, the two times he's left, he got fired by Bischoff because he wanted to leave for a couple of years, and then he came back. <coughs> Sorry. Uh, and then he came back from – he got kicked out because uh, he wanted to leave again for a little while. It, it was the punt by Orton. 
Yeah. Speaking of, I mean, I think they almost need to turn Orton heel because who does Punk have left to feud with? Um, Although they've done that feud, and that was a very entertaining feud because Punk was the heel. Yeah. <coughs> but unless they build up Cody or somebody, they don't have very many guys they can believably turn into that guy again. True. Barrett. But then Barrett's probably going to be put in a program with Sheamus. Isn't he still out with an injury or something? Because he hasn't even been on for a while. Yeah, he uh, Big Show tore up his shoulder. <laughs> when Big Show tossed a guy out in that uh, right after Elimination Chamber when they had the Battle Royal for to see who would be the champion to face uh, Punk at WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah, when he caught, what's his name, uh, I think, I want to say Miz, when he caught Miz awkwardly when Big Show was tossing him out. Hmm. No. And I mean, Miz is going to be gone for about two months, two to three months, uh, in about, what, four or six weeks? Really? I, I yeah. hadn't heard that. Yeah, he's going to be the star of the Marine 3. Oh. Well, they haven't been using him on TV very well at all, so I guess it is time for him to go make the Marine movie. Yeah. yeah I found it deeply funny. It was originally supposed to be Randy Orton. And then they remembered, oh, yeah, Orton got kicked out for a dishonorable discharge, and the Marines were like, no. He went AWOL. <laughs> yeah, repeatedly. Great way to serve your country, buddy. And then they were like, well, let's put Punk in, and Punk was like, no. <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> Screw you. And so who did they have left? <laughs> <laughs> Can we rehire Mr. Anderson just to do a movie? Mr. Anderson! <laughs> I will, oh god, I caught his, I caught some of his work. Oh my god, that, his promo work was terrible. He is so overrated. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, we were talking, I like the fact he gave Orton three code breakers. Yeah. <laughs> Made it kind of devastating because he really sold it well too. Yeah. Uh, did you catch any of the uh, punk talking about him tapping out? Yes. That they did on WWE.com? Oh, no, I didn't see that. Well, yeah, he, they did an interview with him. like, yeah, I've tapped out. I've tapped out before in matches. There's no shame in tapping out. I mean, I've tapped out before. It's like I've tapped out countless times a day in sparring. <laughs> but and when it counts, I don't usually tap out. But if I have to, I'll do it to fight another day. I think that could mean you start seeing face heels do a little bit more going over faces and I quit matches. That almost sounds to me. Yeah. Because, I mean, uh, how many times do you see the heel win the I quit match? Not often. No. No. I'd love to see. Yeah, I mean, that'd be interesting to watch. I mean, what's going to be the stipulation at No Way Out for uh, Punk and Brian? Yeah, probably be an I quit match. Yeah, but let's see what were what was after that Jericho and Orton stuff. Ah, yes, Daniel Bryan versus Kane. <laughs> that was a fun match. Yeah, it, they played it well with the chair bit. Uh, Eddie Guerrero's going. I agree. <laughs> yeah, they uh, built up. 
him they built up uh punk very well in that too yeah yeah uh gonna double back over to the Orton match and uh, pretty much you figure what Sheamus will be taking on Del Rio at the next pay-per-view? I think so. Either that or they'll do like a three-way. Who'll be the third? Well, if it would be Orton, Del Rio, and Sheamus. Well, it looks like they're moving to Orton into the program with Jericho. Hmm, that's true. Maybe Fatal 4-Way? Again? It was great the first time. I, I don't know. You'll love it when you see it. But, yeah, the moving back over to the Punk and uh, Brian match was very good. Very good. Uh, I liked how when he came in and just like, you okay? You okay? Anaconda Vice. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah, I like how they gave the explanation for it. He said, I need to go. Somebody needs to take care of him. Somebody needs to give him some help. <laughs> Punk. Is a good dick heel. He's a good dick heel. And he's a good dick face. Yeah. Yeah, because Edge tried that kind of same stuff, and it just didn't work because he was murdering Paul Bearer and teasing Kane left and right. Yeah, it's it, it's a little about who you get to work with. I'm, that's the one thing I do feel was missing in the Punk and Jericho, and that Punk never really got a chance to. Sh- do what he does best in that, yeah. which is be a little bit of a dick heel. Uh, then again, like we said, they don't have a lot of good heels right True. now. That's why they need. That's why they gotta hope Barrett comes back strong, and they need to build up some of the other guys coming. Who do they bring back? I don't know. Because, I mean, everybody that's left, I mean, that's even given a hint about wanting to come back is Morrison's talking about coming back in a, in a year. MVP's made noises about coming back, but he's openly said he would love to be a developmental guy like Jericho. And I'm like, yeah, you'd be great for the mid-card, but you sure as hell weren't an upper-card guy. <laughs> uh, was it Bobby Lashley's? looks like he's trying to come back because of – but he was never an upper guy. He was a mid-card guy. Ooh, Matt Moore. Looks like his contract's up with TNA soon. Yeah. Yeah. But, and then the... I'll move back to what we had. Uh, then you had Punk and AJ backstage. And more slut-shaming. That wasn't slut-shaming at all. I think that was just a... She's a crazy... She's crazy psycho. And trying to get what she wants, and I think one of the funnier things I was like a commentator online said, "Punk, you're used to seeing crying chicks." And a couple, somebody responded, "Yeah, but he's used to being the one that causes her to cry, not <laughs> the one that's." Just... And then my head, I'm going, "Okay, is this probably the one diva he hasn't slept with yet?" Yet, I was about to say because Punk has worked his way through pretty much all of them. Yeah, damn near. Maria and Beth Phoenix and I don't know who else. Kelly. Kelly. Ugh. Layla. Maurice, I believe. What's the one? That, who's the one that's married to Morrison? Oh, Melina. Melina. Yeah, who is Batista's favorite. But. <laughs> and Vince's favorite. Yeah. Hey, she does those splits. 
She can do an Eiffel Tower like nobody's business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, we had Christian and Jobber to the Jobber to Bollywood. <laughs> I think he took longer taking off his turban than he did being in the match. Yeah, it was a decent match. Uh, go, speaking of which, they have uh, reading a recap of it. They've got Cole messes up and then covers by saying, "Working with Booker is rough on me." Yeah, Cole was Cole was pretty good. I mean, yeah, he was a little over the top with his Laronitis love last night through the whole thing, but he was pretty damn good on the pay per view last night. Hmm. It sounded like he and Lawler and Booker were all having fun, and Law and it just seemed like he was loosening up. Especially from what I've heard that he's got direction to stop being such a dick heel. Thank God, because he, he was ruining the product for a long while. Yeah. Now, what did you think of Christian giving a frog splash after the uh, Unprettier? That was different. I was like, okay, what was? I was like, okay, but uh, and then we had a divas match. Yeah, hey, Kelly Kelly was in it. And Kelly was. You got to admit, Kelly was looking good. She looked unconscious. She played it well, which <laughs> must not be hard for her. Yeah, but she. Uh, I'm saying physically, she looked good. I'm not talking the match. The match was garbage, but I'm saying she looked pretty hot in that. Outfit. Yeah. If she does, if she does anything for you. Yeah. Yeah. Layla does more for me, but. Hmm. Uh, Let's see. Then we. uh, What's next? Oh, the commercial for the Clash of Champions DVD. That look. That was a great production value on it. Yeah, that kind of made actually made me wish I had a Blu-ray. No, it's gonna. I mean, they had to spend a lot of money upgrading those matches that they did upgrade all the matches to the HD. Because remember, those were shot in some really bad, bad times, and they're gonna look horrible on blown up. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully, they have original masters to work from to clean them up. Yeah, they probably do. One. One thing I thought was interesting is that did you know that all of the uh, guys they had on there were pretty much ex WWE guys? They didn't have hardly anybody that wasn't a WWE guy. Well, yeah, except for Sting, who's never been. But he's on the WE's on the alumni page. Yeah, it's it would just be nicer if it was because it was he was actually there, not just because he had been part of a company that they just bought up and say, Oh, he was part of it. He was part of it. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean they had old school Steve Austin, they had Pillman on there. Who would who would have turned fifty today if yeah. he was still alive. Uh a lot of Dusty Roach, which is funny because Dusty was only on a couple of those Matt was only on a couple of clashes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure they'll have the Flair Sting match that went to the time limit draw. That'll be on there. Add some other ones. Yeah. Yeah. But that DVD looks like it's going to be great. Yeah. And then we had the five man tag with heel heels all around. But, yeah. 
heel lumberjacks. Good old Cena and the, and the Jar of Mayo versus Swaggler and Tensai. <laughs> Tensai looked good. Yeah, he was aggressive. Yeah. I thought it. What I thought was funny is like Sheamus had the big match last night on uh, where he took a lot more bumps on Sunday. Yet he was the guy who took all the bumps on Monday. Hmm. I guess Cena's shoulder and elbow are still hurting because he hasn't really had any matches in the last since he, uh, the uh, Brock match. Now, uh, what did you think of the whole mat of that match? It was. It was well done, even though it ended in the uh, cluster fudge that it did. Yeah. It was entertaining to watch. Yeah. Um, did you like it when basically the locker room emptied? It, yeah, I just wanted a reason why. I mean, they gave no no build as to why there was nobody down there that would have sided with Cena or Sheamus. It just seemed it just seemed unstilted for no explainable reason other than it's just John Laurinaitis. Yeah, yeah. You know why, did, why didn't they make their way down earlier? Why did they wait until that moment? Yeah, well, they, I mean, you were starting to have the cluster, and. Then Cena decides to run off and find Show and Big Johnny, and I half expected Lauren Ice to say, "Yeah, his car's got a flat." <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great, funny and a great callback, but they wouldn't have done that. Uh, and although uh, I like reading this, it's like the sound of Big Show hitting one of the crates next to him made that sound really fake when he hit Cena, but it yeah. looked pretty cool since you couldn't see it coming. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're kind of building that match up fairly well. Do you think? I mean, I think Cena goes over. No, I actually I think Cena loses. I think Big Show wins. I think that would make sense because Cena's won a lot lately, even despite them stacking every odds they can. Yeah. One thing I saw that was interesting online is the big speculation of who would. If it wasn't Big Show, who do you think would have been the guy to interfere? Hmm. I don't know. Dave, Dave Batista. Ugh. No. I don't want to see him again. <laughs> Batista needs to get. Batista needs money. Whatever. He shaved his head again to get those dreadlocks gone. <laughs> I never know. He could be back. No thanks. He was terrible the first time around. I'm sure he hasn't changed. Yeah. The upside is he didn't burn any bridges and go to TNA. <laughs> Great. He has standards. <laughs> Not very high. He's also a lot older, but... Yeah. Uh, speaking of TNA, Matt Morris looks like he's gone and could be coming back to WWE, but why? Matt Morgan? Morgan, yeah. Why did I say Matt Moore? I have no idea. Yeah. And apparently uh, Ric Flair's been causing issues, not paying bills and bar tabs and stuff, and no showing of his stuff. Nice. They could be trying to let him go of his contract early. 
so he can go back to WWE. Well, he said during the, the Hall of Fame he wanted to come back. Yeah. It's openly known he wants to come back. <laughs> yeah. Be interesting to see him back in WWE. Yeah, well, what would they let him do? Because he's already had his retirement match. He's Face faction. He, yeah, as long as he stays out of the ring and just is a, an on-air personality. Yeah. I'll bring him back and have him run a uh, face faction against Big Johnny or uh, uh, Swig- uh, Swiggler or A.W. Yeah, I don't think that's that's long-term enough, though, because face factions never last very long. Definitely never as long as heel ones do. Could bring him in and make him the GM of uh, Raw. Yeah, I guess, but this GM concept is so overplayed. True, true. Yeah, but you got to. I don't know what else you could do with him. I don't either. Which, I don't know, which makes me wonder why they're bothering. <laughs> because Rick's a name. Vince loves him. Triple H loves him. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But are you looking forward to No Way Out? Uh, probably not, because I'm not watching the programs. So I'm not going to be paying any more attention to it after this. You don't watch SmackDown anymore? No. Hmm, that sucks. SmackDown's actually been half decent. Yeah, I I can't agree. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, one match I forgot to mention from the pay-per-view was Unico versus... uh, Actually, I think it was Camacho, one of the two, versus uh, Ryback. And after winning, Ryback went over and, like, kicked the uh, lowrider bike. (laughs) (laughs) I know, it was just a dumb thing, but it was kind of funny. Yeah. It's, yeah, but... Yeah, it's funny, they've got two more pay-per-views they, until uh, until SummerSlam. No Way Out looks decent. It's going to be interesting to see what they do with uh, Money in the Bank. Because, I mean, at this point, who's going to be the Money in the Bank winners? And is it going to be... Do you think it'll be another pay-per-view, or is it going to be just a match during a pay-per-view? Right now, it's still on their uh, schedule as being a regular pay-per-view. I don't think they need it to be that way. I think it works just as a concept match, not a not a pay-per-view gimmick. Well, remember, even last year and the year before that, they had there was just the two matches. Yeah, and then everything around it. Yeah, it's supposed. It's scheduled this year to be at uh, in Phoenix. Yeah, because last year, of course, it was Cena Punk for the WWE title, and the year before that, it was Sheamus and Cena for the WWE title. Mm-hmm. Both of which times Cena lost. Of course, I think the Nexus interfered in the year before. So, I think. Yeah, I mean, thinking about it right now, I mean, who would be the favorites to win the Money in the Bank? 
you could hold Barrett back until then because Barrett was rumored to be it, they were just going to have one Money in the Bank uh, mat uh, at a WrestleMania and Barrett was supposed to win it. It's the early spec. So probably Barrett and who? Of course, don't forget we had that same discussion last year, and neither of us expected Daniel Bryan even to be a contender. <laughs> and he won. Of course, they, the downside of having the split ones is that you have Heath Slater and Spot and Justin Gabriel in there for no apparent reason. <laughs> <laughs> we need to fill spots. You two, go out there and do this. Yeah, we need seven guys in this match. We need seven, eight guys, and here it's you. Four, you, oh God. I mean, you can virtually eliminate some guys just because of size. Tensai, maybe? Barrett? I don't know. I think they may be on the in the move to move Barrett into getting a uh, title push when he comes back. Which would be good. I like Barrett now more than I did a year ago. He's grown on me. <laughs> now that he's not on TV? No, I was actually liking him because as as everybody as people have pointed out, even his hair screams dick. <laughs> when your hair makes people think you're a dick, you just go, "Yeah, that guy's a dick." Yeah, it should be. It'll be interesting the next few months. Should be interesting. Well, since this discussion is over for now. We'll come back in a month and we'll talk about what happened at No Way Out and see how much more with Big Johnny's going on and your favorite, Bork Laser. <laughs> Are you looking forward to seeing Bork Laser come I, back? No. no. This is why I'm not watching. But he hasn't been on. I wasn't excited when when Lesnar came back. I didn't see that pay per view. I don't. I'm not enjoying John Laurinaitis or John Cena, so I'm not watching. <laughs> 